I thought that today we'd do something a little different. I'm going to sing you some songs. Now, what are those songs going to be about? Well, they're going to be about the B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the book for me. I stand alone on the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. But what does B-I-B-L-E spell? That's right. B-I-B-L-E spells Bible. And what is the Bible? Yes, the Bible is the book that God gave us that tells us about God. And it helps us to know what we should do. So, the best book to read is the Bible. The best to read is the Bible. If you read it every day, it will help you on your way. Oh, the best book to read is the Bible. There are also lots of stories in the Bible, too, aren't there? Well, there are some Bible stories that were made into songs. And my children used to sing those songs in Sunday school. So I thought it would be fun to sing some of them to you today. Would you like that? I'm not a very good singer, though, so maybe you can help me. Why don't you sing them with me? All right, then. Where does the Bible begin? Yes, the Bible begins by telling about when God made the whole world and everything in it. The sun and the plants and the animals and people. God made all of those things. God makes the sun to shine above. God makes the rain to fall. God makes the grass to grow so green. He makes the trees so tall. God watches over everything, or all things great and small. We know he's always near to us. He sees and loves us all. Well, many years after God made the whole world, God told Noah to build a big boat and ark because there was going to be lots of water, a big flood. So Noah built the ark, and God had two of each kind of the animals a mama and daddy of each kind, go to Nora and go into the ark. Then Noah and his wife and Noah's three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives all went into the ark, and God closed the door and kept them safe. 
God caused the rain to come down. But Noah was safe in the ark. God caused the rain to come down. But Noah was safe in the ark. Elephants, lions, and tigers too. Monkeys and zebras and kangaroo. Horses and cows all two by two were saved in the ark by God. Well, many years went by after the flood, and there were lots of people. And God's chosen people, the Jews, were in Egypt. And the Egyptians weren't nice to them. So God sent Moses there to take the Jews out of Egypt. When they left, they walked and walked until they came to a lot of water, the Red Sea. But how could they get across all that water? How did Moses cross the Red Sea? How did Moses cross the Red Sea? How did Moses cross the Red Sea? How did he get across? Did he swim? No, no. Did he fly? No, no. Did he sail? No, 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 no. Did he run? No, no. Did he walk? No, no. How did he get across? God blew with his wind. Puff, 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 puff. He blew just enough. Nuff, 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 nuff. And through the sea he made a path. That's how he got across. Yes, God made a wind blow, and all the waters opened up. God made like a road. And then Moses and all of those other Jews could just walk across where the water had been. God can do anything, can't he? God can do anything, anything, anything. God can do anything but fail. He can save, he can keep, he can cleanse, and he will. God can do anything but fail. He's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He's the fairest of ten thousand to my soul. God can do anything, anything, anything. God can do anything but fail. Now, fail means not to be able to do something. But God can do everything, can't he? So God never fails. Well then, a few years after the Jews crossed the Red Sea, they went into the promised land of Canaan. The first city they came to was full of bad people. But God took care of that, too. Down, down, down came the walls of Jericho. Down, down, 
down. Down came the walls of Jericho. The trumpets were blown. God's power was shown. His name to make known. To strengthen his own. Down. Down. Down came the walls of Jericho. Well, the Jews settled down in Canaan. Many more years went by. And then some bad people were going to fight the Jews. And the bad people had a giant named Goliath who said he was going to fight them. Do you remember what happened to Goliath? Yes. David killed him and the bad people ran away. Only a boy named David, only a little sling. Only a boy named David, but he could pray and sing. Only a boy named David, only a rippling brook. Only a boy named David, but five little stones he took. And one little stone went in the sling, and the sling went round and round. Yes, one little stone went in the sling, and the sling went round and round, and round and round and round and round and round and round and round. And one little stone went up in the air, and the giant came tumbling down. Many more years later, a Babylonian king named Nebuchadnezzar came, and he took some of the Jews back with him to Babylon. Four of these Jews were Daniel and his three friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Later, Nebuchadnezzar made a big statue. This statue was an idol, and Nebuchadnezzar told everyone they were to bow down and worship the statue. Can you imagine that? We should only worship God, shouldn't we? Not idols. So, of course, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said they wouldn't bow down and worship that statue. Then Nebuchadnezzar got mad at them and had them put into a fiery furnace. But God protected them there, and they were just fine. And then Nebuchadnezzar was sorry he had been so bad. Three good men lived very long ago. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. To an idol they would never bow. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. To a fiery furnace they were therefore cast. Nebuchadnezzar thought they'd never last. But God was there. He'd never let them go. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego.
A little later, there was a different king in Babylon whose name was Darius. Daniel was a big helper to Darius, and Darius liked Daniel very much. Now, Daniel loved God, and three times a day, Daniel would pray to God. Well, there were some bad people who knew this, and they didn't like Daniel. So they tricked King Darius. They told King Darius that since Darius was so important, why he should make a law that for thirty days people could only pray to him, King Darius. And if anyone did pray to someone besides the king, they would be put in a den alliance. Imagine that. But we shouldn't pray to people, should we? No, we should only pray to God. Well, of course, Daniel didn't pray to the king. Daniel prayed to God, just like he always had. And the bad people told King Darius. Oh, then Darius was unhappy because he had made this foolish law. Darius liked Daniel. But he had Daniel put in the den of lions, like the law he had made said. But Darius knew that God could protect Daniel if he wanted to. And God did protect Daniel. And then Darius was so happy and took Daniel out of the lion's den, all safe and sound. And then the bad people didn't try to bother Daniel anymore. Daniel was a man of prayer. Daily prayed he three times, till one day they had him cast in the den of lions. Even then, in the den, fears could not alarm him. God just shut the lions' mouths so they could not harm him. Daniel was very brave, wasn't he? And we should all try to be brave like Daniel was, shouldn't we? Dare to be a Daniel, dare to stand alone, dare to have a purpose firm, and dare to make it known. Those songs we just sang were all songs from the Old Testament part of the Bible, aren't they? Well, many years went by. Then we come to the New Testament part of the Bible. And it was time for Jesus, the Son of God, to come to earth. So he came to earth as a little baby. Jesus was born in a stable. And at first, he just had a manger for a bed. And that is what we celebrate at Christmas time, isn't it? 
when Jesus came to earth as a little baby. Away in a manger, no crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus laid down his sweet head. The stars in the sky looking down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay. Of course, Jesus didn't stay a little baby, did he? No, Jesus grew up to be a big man. But he was still God, too, wasn't he? And one day, Jesus saw Peter and his brother Andrew and James and his brother John. They were fishermen. They had been fishing all night, but they hadn't caught any fish at all. Well, there were a whole bunch of people who'd been crowding around Jesus to hear him talk about God. So Jesus sat in Peter's boat and talked to the crowd of people. When he got through talking to the people, Jesus told Peter, Go out into the deep water and put your fishing nets down into the water. Peter said, Master, we worked all night trying to catch some fish but we didn't catch anything. But since you say to do it, I will. So they went out again in their boat, and they put their nets down into the water. And what do you think happened? Why, their nets got so full of fish that the nets started to break. So they called to their friends on the other boat to come help them. Peter, James, and John in a sailboat. Peter, James, and John in a sailboat. Peter, James, and John in a sailboat. Down by the deep, deep sea. Fished all night, but caught no fishes. Fished all night, but caught no fishes. Fished all night, but caught no fishes. Down by the deep, deep sea. Christ came walking down by the water. Christ came walking down by the water. Christ came walking down by the water. Down by the deep, deep sea. Now their nets are full and breaking. Now their nets are full and breaking. Now their nets are full and breaking down by the deep, deep sea. Call their friends to come and help them. Call their friends to come and help them. Call their friends to come and help them down by the deep, deep sea. After they got back to the land, Jesus told them to follow him, and he would make them fishers of men. That means that they would tell men about Jesus 
and how to be saved from their sins. So Peter and Andrew and James and John left their fishing boats and followed Jesus. I will make you fishers of men, fishers of men, fishers of men. I will make you fishers of men if you follow me. If you follow me, if you follow me, I will make you fishers of men if you follow me. Well, one day they were walking along, and another big crowd of people was around Jesus. Now, there was a man named Zacchaeus, who wanted to see Jesus too. But Zacchaeus was very short, and he couldn't see over the crowd. So what could he do about that? Well, Zacchaeus ran ahead of Jesus and climbed up into a sycamore tree. That way, he'd be able to see Jesus from up there in the tree. That was a good idea, wasn't it? But what do you think happened? Why, when Jesus came near the tree, Jesus looked up, and he saw Zacchaeus. And Jesus stopped and said, Come down quickly, Zacchaeus. I'm going to stay at your house today. Think how happy that made Zacchaeus. So Zacchaeus quickly came down out of the tree and took Jesus home with him. He was so happy. Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he. He climbed up in a sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. And as the Savior passed that way, he looked up in the tree. And he said, Zacchaeus, you come down, for I'm going to your house today. I'm going to your house today. Another time, Jesus was talking to a whole bunch of people again. He told them how to be good and how to do what God wanted them to do. Then Jesus told them that if they did what Jesus had said, they'd be like a wise man who was building a house and built it on a rock. Because if a whole lot of water came, the house on the rock would be just fine. What Jesus meant by this was that we should be wise and live our lives the way God tells us to live them, and then God will bless us. But then Jesus went on to say that if we didn't do what Jesus had told them, they would be like a foolish man who was building a house 
and just build it on a bunch of sand. Because a house that just had sand under it, why, if a whole lot of water came, the house would fall down. And what Jesus meant by that is that if a person doesn't do what God tells them, then God won't bless them. The wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock. And the rains came tumbling down. The rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down and the floods came up. And the house on the rock stood fast. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. The foolish man built his house upon the sand, and the rains came tumbling down. The rains came down, and the floods came up. The rains came down, and the floods came up. The rains came down, and the floods came up. And the house on the sand went smash. So build your life on the Lord Jesus Christ. Build your life on the Lord Jesus Christ. Build your life on the Lord Jesus Christ. And the blessings will come down. The prayers go up and the blessings come down. The prayers go up and the blessings come down. The prayers go up and the blessings come down. So build your life on Christ. Another time, some fathers took their children to see Jesus. Jesus' disciples thought the children would bother Jesus. But Jesus said, Let the little children come to me. Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. Red and yellow, black and white, all are precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. Now, why did Jesus come to earth as a person? Was it just so he could talk to people and teach them about God? No. God the Father loves us so very much that he sent his son Jesus to make a way for us to be able to have our sins forgiven and to be able to be with him forever someday. We do that by trusting Jesus, believing in him, and asking him to forgive our sins. So Jesus died on the cross for our sins, but he didn't stay dead, did he? No, 
Three days later, he was alive again, and he's still alive in heaven. And that's what we celebrate at Easter time, isn't it? When Jesus was alive again, after having died on the cross for our sins. Up from the grave he arose, with a mighty triumph for his foes. He arose a victor from the dark domain, and he lives forever with his saints to reign. He arose, he arose, hallelujah, Christ arose. And if we ask Jesus to forgive our sins and trust him, he will forgive our sins. Jesus always keeps his promises, doesn't he? Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole. Thank you, Lord, for giving to me. Thy great salvation, so rich and free. Yes, God loves us very much, doesn't he? As I just said, God the Father loves us so much that he sent God the Son, Jesus, to save us from our sins if we just trust in him. But did you know? that someday Jesus will come back to earth and be king here forever? Won't that be wonderful? For God so loved the world, he gave his only son to die on Calvary's tree from sin to set me free. Someday he's coming back. What glory that will be. Wonderful his love for me. Yes, Jesus is our Lord and our Savior. And someday, Everyone will know that. He is Lord. He is Lord. He is risen from the dead and he is Lord. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So, we have had songs that tell parts of the whole Bible, from the very beginning, when God made everything, to the very end, when someday Jesus will come back and be king of everything. The Bible is very important, isn't it? Yes, as we sang earlier, the best to read is the Bible, the best book 
to read is the Bible. If you read it every day, it will help you on your way. Oh, the best book to read is the Bible. I'm so glad that God gave us the B-I-B-L-E so that we could learn about him and how much he loves us and how we can someday be with him. Aren't you? Jesus loves us very much, doesn't he? And the Bible tells us that, too. And there's a song that says that, too. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Did you have fun singing those songs with me? I did. <laughs>